Welcome to the Self Love Podcast, the show that helps crack open your heart and inspire a deeper regard for your own well-being and happiness. Proudly brought to you by 28 Essentials, here's your host, the gorgeous Kim Morrison. Welcome to the Self Love Podcast. This week's quickie, I just want to dive into what it really means to practice the art of self-care. I mean, when we look at the noun, the dictionary meaning of it being a noun, the practice of taking action to preserve or improve one's own health, the practice of taking an active role in protecting one's own well-being and happiness, in particular during periods of stress. And I think that's the key. Self-care has to happen at all times, but particularly if we're feeling under the pump, stressed or distressed. Now, we also know there's four different areas you can take care of yourself. There's the physical, emotional, psychological and spiritual. And I think when we look at the whole picture and practice of self-care, I want you to put yourself into each of these categories and really do an honest appraisal if you're doing any one of these well. Or maybe one of these areas needs you to step it up a little bit. So let's have a look at the physical. This involves ensuring an overall healthy lifestyle that includes eating whole real foods, drinking lots of water, getting plenty of exercise and daily movement. Now, I know these are obvious, but for many of us, even a little thing like not drinking enough water can actually alter not only our brain, our sense of self, our fatigue levels, but it also really does compromise our aging and aging well. And we also know that movement is really important. And I'm sure you've heard it before, and there's no need for me to harp on about it. But moving your body, if you do not use it, you will lose it. And whilst you're young and active and maybe moving quite well, please don't ever take that for granted. You could have an injury, you could get unwell, you find your muscles get weakened, you find you don't feel so good. And honestly, all of a sudden you start to feel like you could have taken better care or perhaps you could get back into moving. Movement is one of the key areas that helps our mental health and well-being as well. But more importantly, even if you're just getting out for good walks, out in nature, moving your body, but I would advocate as we age, weight and weight-bearing exercises are imperative for supporting the healthy aging of our bones and joints. Now, I also look at this physical area as a space where you can actually declutter anything in your space. So it could also mean time off computers and devices. It could also mean clearing cupboards, wardrobes, drawers. Clearing all of that is also an act and practice of self-care. Only have things around you, as Marie Kondo would say, that spark joy. What are the things that bring you joy that you have? And anything that doesn't, maybe it's time to put it in the charity bin or bin it. There is so much clutter in so many people's lives that often we don't realize that that is actually an act and a practice of self-care. Let's look at the emotional. Now, the emotional side of self-care is about setting clear boundaries on your time and energy. You can engage boundaries within helping relationships, surrounding yourself with positive people and using affirmative and inspiring messages. Don't let things build up. Give and receive love, kindness and support. And most importantly, spend time with people who care. Now, this emotional aspect is where a lot of sometimes we can feel um, a little bit down or out or maybe a bit disassociated or disengaged. The more time and energy you put into people, the more you'll get that back. 
but it's also important not to feel like you're a doormat or you're being walked all over. So taking care of your emotions, honoring them when they come up, get curious about why they're coming up, actually ask yourself, what can I do to support you or what do you need? Really have an engaging conversation when you're feeling any emotion that maybe requires your insight, your pausing, your ability to actually connect with that feeling and honor it. There is no such thing as a bad emotion unless we use them in bad ways or they limit us or take us away from what we do well. But to say it's important not to be angry or not to feel sad, that's not the truth. We humans experience all emotions. It just depends how you're going to manage them and more importantly, how we heal and ride through them. Let's look at the psychological aspect of self-care. Now, this might include activities around personal and professional development, give attention to things that you can control and take time for your own personal reflection. Notice your innermost thoughts and feelings. This is where we can use meditation, journaling, self-hypnosis. But this is also a really important part. One of Tony Robbins's um, talks, he talks about the six human needs. And one of them is significance. And another one is growth. Another one is contribution. Another one is love and connection. And another two, the other two are significance. Uh, sorry, are, um, oh, I've just gone blank. Hang on. Um, oh, I know. It's, it's knowing that we have certainty and also we really as humans value uncertainty. So those six human needs, this is where the psychological aspect of self-care comes in because it's so important that we give attention to these areas and personal growth, professional growth is one of the greatest parts of self-care. Now, this is where I cannot recommend enough having a coach, a therapist, a mentor, someone who can really tune into and support you to be at your best. And it's no mean feat to actually own up to requiring that support. And I think in this day and age, it's almost kind of cool to know that you have a therapist or someone in your corner that you can count on to support you in your personal and professional development. And finally, one of the other acts and practices of self-care is around our spiritual realm. Now, this could include all areas of prayer and meditation. You may want to visualize and manifest your deepest desires. It could be spending time in nature, practicing gratitude, and being more aware of the non-material aspects of your life. And when you can identify what's meaningful to you in your work and your life, you're actually really honoring and showing full commitment and awareness around your own personal needs, values, beliefs. An exceptional part of this is to really practice the act of mindfulness, which in other words is practicing being present. So when someone's speaking to you, really listen without thinking about the next thing you're about to say. If you really want to be heard, make sure you absolutely communicate the need to be heard. And if we can do it with love and kindness, if we can do it with an essence that everyone's trying to do the best they can with what they've got, then whilst it might feel challenging or triggering or activating at times, it's also really important to get curious and go deep on these feelings. To really honor one's self-care is to truly honor oneself. And I cannot help but feel really excited to share with you the importance of this, but also my five favorite essential oils for self-care. Now, we know when you use essential oils, they'll help change the way you feel. 
They help to anchor in a deeper sense of awareness within seconds. So when we use these oils, we're tapping into all four areas of this practice of self-care. We also know that smell is very closely linked to our emotions and inhaling these potent plant extracts will allow you to tap into and connect into how you feel as well as the essence, the soul of who you truly are. I call essential oils the life force of the plant. They help tap into the life force of you. So these are my favorite five oils to use in times of self-care, particularly when I'm trying to pay more attention. So sandalwood, this is a wonderful oil when you want to feel more grounded and centered. You can use it to quieten the mind and relax the body. It's an exquisite oil, very earthing, very grounding. And it's such a gorgeous one to place one drop onto your throat, either side of your throat, onto those glands. This is the beautiful oil that will support you to speak up and speak your truth. My next favorite is jasmine. This beautiful oil will help you tap into your inner strengths and your passions. It's an awesome oil to help release the past and move forward with grace. This floral, heady, amazing aroma is considered the king of essential oils. Rose is considered the queen. So whenever you feel like you need to take control, get back in charge, this is the perfect oil to call it. And then we have lavender. I I know this is a very common oil, but my goodness, it's the most amazing oil to support mental and emotional fatigue. And it's also excellent to help you feel more nourished and nurtured inside and out. It is a soothing, calming oil, but it's also an incredible oil for our skin, for our mind, for our body, for our spirit. It's just one of those amazing oils. I also call it the dream mum in a bottle. I love frankincense as well. This oil is like a coat of armor to help protect you and keep you safe. This is the perfect oil for growth and expansion. Frankincense is that I take no fear. I am going to do this anyway. I'm going to feel that fear and do it anyway. Frankincense truly is like putting a coat of armor on you to protect you with love and kindness. And then finally, we have vetiver. Oh my gosh, this is one of my favorites at the moment. It's a really distinctive oil, has a very earthy aroma, and therefore it is very good for helping us to connect into self and also being, again, more grounded. It helps to nourish the soul and replenish the spirit, but it's also the perfect oil for more abundance. And when you're taking care of yourself and doing it well, there is nothing more amazing than to absolutely manifest an abundance of the practice of self-care. So there you have it, my lovelies, my little tips on self-care. I really do want to stress if you've been following me for some time, self-care is one of your superpowers. And we know when you can fill your own cup first, you will have way more to help fill others. So please, if you're listening to this, there's no accident. I really encourage you to look at those four areas of self-care and ensure that you give yourself the best that you can in the physical, emotional, psychological, and spiritual realms. You absolutely deserve it. Take care, be kind, and remember if you need any of those oils, even if it's just one to add to your repertoire, head on over to the um, 28.com, the word 20 and the number 8.com. Don't forget your beautiful discount code that's in the show notes. And I also 
absolutely encourage you to head on over to thewellnesscouch.com forward slash self-love podcast. You can give feedback on my Facebook page, Kim Morrison Training, or you can head on over to my Instagram page, Kim Morrison and the number 28. I really hope you've enjoyed this week's quickie and I really cannot stress enough the absolute importance of taking care of you. Thanks for listening to the Self Love Podcast. Be sure to write a review and share the love with your friends and family. And head over and visit Kim and her team at 28.com. That's the word 20 and the number 8.com. Take good care. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.